just ahead on encouragement today, we usually think of Thanksgiving as a holiday with turkey and the trimmings. But today we'll consider the therapy of Thanksgiving. Stay tuned for encouragement today. Welcome to Encouragement Today, providing biblically-based encouragement and insight on a wide range of practical issues. Now here's your host, Don Hawkins, author of Master Discipleship Today. Thank you, Steve. And friend, it's great to have you with us on the program as we seek to provide biblically-based encouragement and insight. Thanksgiving season is always a very special time, and I have two very special friends to join me today to talk about the therapy of Thanksgiving. Rodney Love is the founder and CEO of the Master Life Coach Training Institute. He's been on the program before. Rodney, great to have hey, you Hey, Don. It's great to be back. And I'm delighted to welcome Brad Smithart to our broadcast. Brad is the Vice President for Creative Solutions for the Master Life Coach Training Institute. He's also the founder of Vivicode Technologies, which provides a full range of branding, design, marketing, and business consulting solutions. Brad's a deacon. He's a director of digital outreach for First Baptist Church of Fate, Texas, where our studios are located. Brad, it's great to have you on the broadcast. Absolutely, Don. It's great to be with you today. Now, we have a lot to be thankful for, all of us, and that's really our focus today. And I've called this program the Therapy of Thanksgiving. And there are a lot of Thanksgiving traditions that we could talk about. This is a time when many of us gather together to feast on turkey and cranberry sauce and apple pie. But we also go back to the struggling pilgrims in the fall of 1621. Peter Marshall and David Manuel's account, The Light and the Glory, tells how the pilgrims at Plymouth Rock endured extreme hardships to pioneer a new land. Three long months at sea aboard the Mayflower, a brutal winter, and they were ragged, malnourished, and susceptible to disease. And one point, only five men were well enough to care for the sick. But in spite of their tribulations, those pilgrims thanked the Lord every day and petitioned Him for rehabilitation. And God provided for them through Squanto, a member of one of the Indian tribes who spoke perfect English, taught the pilgrims how to hunt game, trap beavers, and plant Indian corn. When the harvest yielded more than the pilgrims could eat, Governor William Bradford declared a day of public thanksgiving And our Thanksgiving celebrations came out of those. Gentlemen, I'd like to ask you both a little bit about your Thanksgiving traditions. Brad, let's start with you. With my family, I would say we were very traditional. So it was getting together with family, eating turkey. You know, my mom was a uh, fantastic cook. And so that was always a centerpiece. And then, of course, football. It was always, you know, no matter which family we were with, we were going to sit down and watch the Cowboys because they always play on Thanksgiving. So. And somehow, Rodney, I suspect some of that ties into yours as well. It does. It ties in. Uh, growing up in Alabama uh, on a farm, we were very traditional. We had family over every Thanksgiving, and that has rolled right into today where my wife is a great hostess. She loves to have people over. We love to have the traditional meal of Thanksgiving turkey and dressing. Mm-hmm. And we always enjoy the same kind of thing. In fact, we are scheduled to have probably 25 or more members of our family come over to join Kathy and me for Thanksgiving this year. But let's go back to the scriptures. Rodney, you have a passage of scripture there in front of you that I believe nails the fact that we are not just to celebrate a day of Thanksgiving but to literally have a lifestyle of thanksgiving. And yes, it does, Don. This comes out of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18. 
It says, give thanks in everything, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So, yes, Don, right there it says we are supposed to give thanks in everything, not just on Thanksgiving Day, but 365 days a year. Now, it's interesting as we think about this particular verse, some people look at that and say, there's just no way we can give thanks in everything. Some things are really bad. Physical illness is bad. Financial reverses are bad. Family conflicts are bad, uh, but it doesn't say give thanks for everything. It says give thanks in everything, which I think, Brad, means literally in every situation. Yeah, I think that's an important point. I would almost turn your question around, though. I wonder whether we have a tendency to actually be any more thankful on Thanksgiving than we are the rest of the year. Uh, I think, you know, if we look at our our culture, even among Christians, I think we often see that, you know, we do not spend Thanksgiving actually in in thanks as much. And so, you know, I I think that if we have a spirit of Thanksgiving, uh, then Thanksgiving Day is just one of the many days that we're given thanks, right? That's a very good point. And you brought up the culture. And one of the things about our culture that Romans 1, talks about is that people were not thankful. In fact, it's in Romans chapter 1, verse 21. It's listing a whole list of things about they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, and God gave them over to a reprobate mind, a mind void of judgment. Those three little words in the English text, neither were thankful. It seems to me, Rodney, that part of what we're talking about here is an attitude of entitlement as opposed to an attitude of gratitude. And that's where the culture's gone. And I was as I was listening to Brad and I was listening to you, I'm thinking the culture in America has gone to an attitude of entitlement. And you know what? When we turn our mindset and we literally focus on giving thanks to the Father above for all that we've got, it deepens our relationship with him. Yep. And then we the more thankful we are in our spirit, in our soul, then the more in touch we get with him. And I think there's a tendency uh, for us, if we feel entitled, we resent what God hasn't provided. God, you haven't met this particular need. God, you haven't blessed me with a new car this year. We compare ourselves with other people. Somebody else has a new home. Somebody else got a Christmas bonus that we're not likely to get, that type of thing. And and that contributes, I think, to this uh, lack of thankfulness in our mind. Definitely. When you read in, in the Old Testament, especially around the time of David, there's a phrase that, that is repeated so many times. Uh, I'm thinking a couple of dozen times that we read where it says, give thanks to the Lord for he, he is, is good. good. So yeah. For his love endures forever. And that word right. for love there is the word for loyal love, uh, the it, Hebrew word kesed, which is one of the great Old Testament words. God is always loyal to his people. He's always loving toward us. He will never do us wrong. We're going to take a quick time out on the broadcast and come back and talk more about how Thanksgiving can be therapeutic. You'll be finding out a little bit more about the Master Life Coach Training Institute, which all three of us are involved in, and we'll have more about the therapy of Thanksgiving right after this. Hey, 
David Morris, president of Encouragement Today underwriter 12 Stones Financial, explains a plan through which you can care for your family's financial future and also leave a legacy gift. Just for a couple dollars more, you can add anywhere between fifty dollars to $100,000 and leave a portion to the church or your nonprofit and still have your children, spouse, or grandchildren as the main beneficiaries. To learn more, you may contact David at the number 12stonesfinancial.com. Are you someone who finds joy in helping others? If so, you might consider training to become a certified Christian life coach. The Master Life Coach Training Institute provides training that will equip you as a coach to use biblical principles to apply to personal, social, and relational issues. You can learn more about this 14-week training program that will move you toward life coach certification at masterlifecoach.org. That's masterlifecoach.org. When you need independent or assisted living for your parent or spouse, consider the distinctively Christian-based quality care available through Restoration Senior Living. Restoration provides an innovative type of care in the medical, emotional, and spiritual area, leading to an enhanced quality of life. Memory care is also available. To learn more, visit RestorationSL.com. That's RestorationSL.com. It's a given. All ministries need money. More money enables greater mission impact. If your ministry or Christian school needs an extra $30,000 to $100,000, you may contact our friends at the Champion Group. With experience with over 2,600 major fundraising events that have raised over $100 million, they'd love to help you. You can learn more at champevents.com. That's champevents.com. You're listening to the practical encouragement and insight of encouragement today. Here again is Don Hawkins, author of Master Discipleship Today. Thank you, Steve. And friend, we're so glad that you could join us today. Brad Smithart and Rodney Love are both with me, both involved in the Master Life Coach Training Institute. And Rodney, tell us a little bit about the vision for Master Life Coach Training Institute and how you see this helping people deal even with a lack of thankfulness? Oh, Don, that's a great question. Here's the thing. We talked about it, but we went before the break. Right before the break, we were talking about entitlement. And because the culture today, especially in America, has got an entitlement thinking, it takes totally away from the real meaning of Thanksgiving, and we know that. But here's what the entitlement culture breeds also. It breeds that I have done everything. It's me, it's me, it's me. Well, that doesn't bring a lot of fulfillment in the long run. So what we find at the Master Life Coach training, people hit the wall at some point when they realize that I can't do everything. They get to a point where their lives start breaking down, and that's where the Master Life Coach Training Institute steps in because what we do, we train life coaches to help people move forward when they hit those brick walls. And Brad, one of the things that we're committed to doing is providing training for people who have a heart to serve others by being a Christian, a faith-based life coach. Absolutely. You know, really discipleship, 
which is what we're talking yes. about, mm-hmm. is training. It, it, it's yep. putting what you learn into action. It's, it's following in the footsteps of what we've learned from, from Jesus and from those who've come before us uh, as his representatives. So at Master Life Coach Training, that's what we do. We teach people how to disciple other people, how to bring this forward, uh, how to learn these things. And so to develop that thankfulness, that attitude of gratitude, as you mentioned, is one of the things that we do. It, it is part of learning to be a, a servant, learning to be a disciple. And don't you guys see when this, this entitlement has even creeped into the churches? Mm-hmm. Um, when it creeps into the churches, me, 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 you don't have that helping other attitude. And so people are, when they hit the walls, they, there's nobody there to really help them. And that's what the Master Life Coaching is trying to solve, is that discipleship mentality that we need to help others move forward. And you can learn more about that at our website, masterlifecoach.org. That's also a place where you can find out about some of the previous programs we've aired, masterlifecoach.org. Back to the therapy of thanksgiving, and I've used that phrase intentionally. Rodney, you've been involved in counseling ministries. You've been involved in discipleship ministry. You've worked with Josh McDowell. You have also been very involved in Christian faith-based life coaching. Talk about this whole issue of thanksgiving or cultivating an attitude of thanksgiving as being therapeutic or helping a person who may be struggling with depression or anxiety. So when you're struggling with depression or anxiety, and it's not always the case, but a lot of times it is coming from a lack of thanksgiving. Okay, I get up, I'm down, I'm depressed. I need to do something to help pull out of that, but what do I do? Well, the Bible strictly says, right, what I said a while ago, give thanks. Mm -hmm. If we begin to give thanks, we begin to focus on the one who has given us all, all of a sudden you start coming up and Emotionally, you start rising up. Yeah, I mean, you, that, that is the, the perfect point, that, that thankfulness is often the center of those solutions. Yeah. You know, if we go back to, to the Scripture and we look at that, if you look at, at what it says, we give thanks because God is good, right? So yes. that, that's a present state. We know that God is good to us today. Just the awareness to that can build our gratefulness. It says that God's love is enduring. It's everlasting. It, it lasts. That, that's very future-focused, right? But when we read in the context, they always talk about God's deeds, right? The yes. thankfulness for what he had done in the past. We know that God is good because of what he has already done. Psalm 81 is a great psalm, and I can recall it being preached on many Thanksgiving occasions by a number of people, including yours truly. And it's a passage in which the Israelites actually celebrated sort of an Old Testament Thanksgiving, looking back on what God had done in bringing them out of Egypt, bringing them through the wilderness, and ultimately into the promised land. The 12 stones. Remember that? Yes. At the River Jordan? Why yes. did God say put the 12 stones down? Yeah. Stones of remembrance. Stones yeah. of thanksgiving for what he had done. Mm-hmm. The pilgrims, let's go back to America. Why did we have the first Thanksgiving? It wasn't to eat. It was to celebrate what God had done by bringing them over here, 
to be in a free land where they had the freedom to worship him. Now, let's make this real practical. Uh, We talked about those 12 stones, Rodney. We may not get rocks today, but we can sit down and make a list of things for which we are Mm -hmm. thankful. And I go back to something, Brad, you said earlier. A lot of times we're not focused on Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving Day. I think this is a great time as we gather together to remember the things that we have to be thankful for, to rehearse those with each other. I want to get you both to comment on that. Absolutely, Don. You know, when we uh, a lot of people may not be aware that the word that we often use for the Lord's Supper, Eucharist, mm-hmm. actually comes from the Greek words for Thanksgiving. Give thanks. And so when Jesus instructed us to do this in remembrance of him, that's a memorial that's also tied or has historically been tied in the church to Thanksgiving. And so that that's absolutely right. Setting this aside, making it something that is specific, setting aside a day is a very important thing, establishing that as something to help us remember. And Don, I love the idea while you said a while ago about making a list of things we're thankful for. Because if you start with that list, all of a sudden you realize, oh my goodness, look at all this stuff that God has done for me. And you just keep that list going and going and going. Well, that list turns into pages and pages and pages if you want to thank, continue to thank God for all he's done for you. And again, we're talking about something that we can do at this time during Thanksgiving But we also want to extend this out. So when we come back, we're going to talk about how to make an attitude of gratitude, an attitude of thanksgiving, a year-round thing. Right now, we're going to take a break in our program. You'll be hearing from some of those who helped make this program possible, including the Master Life Coach Training Institute. The web address there, www.masterlifecoach.org. We'll continue with encouragement today, right after this. Are you someone who finds joy in helping others? If so, you might consider training to become a certified Christian life coach. The Master Life Coach Training Institute provides training that will equip you as a coach to use biblical principles to apply to personal, social, and relational issues. You can learn more about this 14-week training program that will move you toward life coach certification at masterlifecoach.org. That's masterlifecoach.org. As a family, I'm going to do what I can to protect my family in case something happens. Scott Stanwicks of Encouragement Today underwriter 12 Stones Financial explains the motivation behind a plan which allows an individual or family to provide for future financial needs while supporting their church or a ministry. And if I can do a little bit more to support a church that I love, then I'm going to be able to do that. To learn more, you may contact the number 12stonesfinancial.com through their website. The sad reality for many orphans throughout the world is a life of hopelessness and uncertainty and dependent on the kindness of others to help them survive. In December, Beth Love of Hearts of Love International will arrive in Kenya to host a Christmas party for our nine orphanages and school in the villages surrounding Nairobi. Is there a greater gift you can give this Christmas or a greater gift you can receive than to share God's love and joy with 600 orphan children? If you're willing to help or to find out more, go to heartsofloveintl.com. 
When you need independent or assisted living for your parent or spouse, consider the distinctively Christian-based quality care available through Restoration Senior Living. Restoration provides an innovative type of care in the medical, emotional, and spiritual area, leading to an enhanced quality of life. Memory care is also available. To learn more, visit RestorationSL.com. That's RestorationSL.com. So glad to have you with us on Encouragement Today, friend. I'm Don Hawkins, and with me today, Rodney Love, the president and CEO of the Master Life Coach Training Institute, also Brad Smithart. Brad is the vice president for creative solutions for the Master Life Coach Training Institute. And uh, Brad, you have a great background in the internet and uh, all things technical. In fact, you fulfill that role here at First Baptist Church of Fate as well. Talk a little bit about how you and Glenn Cook and others are partnering together in ministry here. You know, it definitely is a world where we used to use the term marketing and we would talk about internet marketing and digital marketing. The fact is that all of the media is now combined. And so, you know, being able to reach out and, and use technology, it gives us a, a voice in a way that we've never had it in the past. I mean, the opportunity to take this particular radio program and push it throughout the entire world where literally just about anybody, any place can do it uh, is such an important thing. So even a, a local church, is able to leverage that uh, to be able to get the message of Christ out to literally the entire world. Yeah, it's a great thought. And uh, certainly with the Worship Channel, we have 182 countries where people have listened and are listening to not only encouragement today, but 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And then through American Family Radio Network and through Joy Christian Radio and these other outlets, we are very thankful and grateful for each of them. And Rodney, I know that you share my appreciation for these outlets that we have been able to utilize. Oh, don't I, Don? I mean, I think of American Family Radio and the outreach it has and Joy Christian and the Worship Channel. And then I think of how it links together, all those networks link together with the social media that Brad talked about. Mm -hmm. And God is using things right now to spread the gospel around the world as never before. Yeah, and, and it allows us to partner with the local church. Church as well, and that's an yes. important part of this is that everything ties together, but ultimately the local church is where we touch people. And so for us to be able to support that through this technology is one of the most fantastic things yeah. that God has blessed us with. Now, we want to come back to talk about how we can cultivate an attitude of thanksgiving throughout the year and also how we can encourage others to be thankful throughout the year. I would just echo, first of all, what Rodney said, which is, you know, once you start listing those things, if you start actually looking at what's in your life, then you realize how much that God has, has given you. And so that makes such a difference in your day-to-day -day once you start kind of just paying attention. Coming back to this list idea, Rodney, sometimes at the end of every day, if a person will sit down, maybe start a journal, a notebook, or something of that nature, and write down, here are three, four, five things that I'm thankful for. I have an idea that you've been doing this kind of thing for years. I have done this for years. I have a little brown journal, and I have filled up multiple journals doing this. And then you can go back in years to come and look back and see the things he was doing on that day you were thankful for has led to what's happening today. Now, life's not always 
always great. It's sometimes hard. But if you keep focusing on Thanksgiving and what God is doing, you can make it through those hard times a lot easier. Yes, I saw uh, an item posted on Facebook the other day that said, God has a bigger plan. And the man who posted that had been through a great tragedy and a great trial of affliction. And yet what an attitude to have to be able to say, in everything, I'm going to give thanks because that thankful attitude is God's will for me. Now, gentlemen, to close our program out, I want to ask both of you to share with me maybe the two or three things that you are most thankful for at this Thanksgiving season. Brad, let's start with you. I'm going to kind of cheat a little bit because I'm going to say my relationships. Yeah. Uh, because that really, ultimately, the relationships that God has given me, primarily the relationship that he's given me with him uh, through his son, Jesus Christ, but my family, my friends, I mean, those are the things that really make my life worthwhile. All of the other things can kind of fall to the side, but there's nothing more important, nothing I'm more thankful for uh, than the people that I love and the people who love me. Rodney? relationships everything god put us on this earth to have a relationship with him first and foremost through his son jesus and then god brings people around us if we're open to listen to him but relationships that's what's so important and that's what i'm thankful for Friend, there's no more important relationship to be thankful for than a personal relationship with our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. If you haven't trusted Him, there's no better time than now to admit that you're a sinner and can't save yourself and place your trust in the Savior who died for you and paid for your sins, who rose again from the dead to guarantee you eternal life. You can make that commitment with a prayer like this. Lord Jesus, I believe you died for me and rose again. I admit that I'm a sinner and can't save myself, and I place my trust in you today. And if you've made that decision, please get in touch with us through our app for the worshipchannel.org. Let us know of your decision. And friend, if you know the Lord and would like to serve Him and others effectively, we'd like to remind you about the ministry tool of life coaching. You can find out more about this online training that can equip you to become a Christian life coach when you visit masterlifecoach.org. That's masterlifecoach.org. Special thanks to our sponsors, the Master Life Coach Training Institute, 12 Stones Financial Services, Restoration Treatment Centers, and the Champion Group. Plan to join us next week at this same time and tell a friend about the Ministry of Encouragement today. is a production of Encouragement Communications in association with the Center for Strategic Partnerships.